welcome to the Destined for Success podcast. I'm your host, Jennifer Takagi, and this podcast used to be called New Manager Media, Managed Right from the Start. Many of the concepts are the same, but there's a little shift. There's a shift because I know we are all destined for success, and I want to help you find the fastest, smoothest way to reach your highest best as quickly as possible. Join me in today's episode where you're going to come up with new ways to build your skills and influence others to make the impact you desire to make. I look forward to connecting with you soon. Welcome to Destined for Success. I'm your host, Jennifer Takagi, and today I want to ask the question and then kind of answer it. Do you have to hang with that person? I'm like doing the whole finger quote thing on do you, that person. So last week's episode, uh, Candace Platterer talked about setting boundaries, especially with loved ones who have problems with addiction. And she was very clear. One of the biggest mistakes we make in dealing with other people is we don't set clear boundaries. And I read a book recently on boundaries that was highly recommended. It was really good. The thing is, you have to really value yourself in order to draw lines in the sand and set boundaries. Because we shouldn't have to be treated that way. And the first question I have for you is... Do you truly have to be around that person? Do you truly have to be around them? And if the answer is yes, the question is how much of your time? Most often, for me anyway, the people that irritate me the most that I really shouldn't be around so much are often people I don't really have to hang out with. I don't have to be there. Every now and then, I have to draw a line in the sand and say, I'm not going to hang with that person. If there's a huge crowd of people, typically, I'm going to say, okay, because I can talk to anybody else there. I don't have to, like, interact with the person that I would rather not interact with because they're negative. They bring the energy down. I don't like to hang with them. It's not that they're a bad person. They're just not good for me. And if it's not good for me, then I shouldn't probably do it. What if it's a boss? What if you have a boss and they're the ones that you don't want to hang with, that you don't want to have to interact with? I had a situation one time with a boss. Y'all have heard me talk about my evil boss. And I was talking to a licensed counselor, a therapist, because sometimes you need help, right? You can only complain to your friends so much, your loved ones so much your coworker so much. You need like a third party outsider who doesn't know you or the situation so that you can get a little clearer picture. Because those counselor type people, they can like get to the heart of the matter in a hot minute. And in dealing with this person, number one, I was treating them like they were Norman normal, which is probably, you know, oh stupid me number one. But I talked to him like a regular person. And gave him all the details, all the facts, all the information, all the things that were going on. And there was typically one line in there of the 40,000 things I just said that piqued curiosity and caused me a problem. 
And the counselor said, only give the bare minimum you have to give. And I said, well, wait, like, like if she asked for a report with five things, but I know she really needs 10 or it's really not going to be complete or show an accurate picture, I have to give the 10. And she said, no, you don't. She asked for five. And I said, well, but, and she goes, no, buts. You're doing what you were told. You were told to give five, give five. Well, that was a really hard lesson, but you know what? My life was easier. If something happened in the office, I would only give the barest of facts. The barest of facts. Because what got me in trouble all the time was I thought I was having a conversation with a normal person. Here are the facts and this is what that could mean or this is how we could act or react as a result. And that would just create all kinds of drama. So do you have to truly be around them? And I just want to say, if you have to be around them, minimize the conversation. You don't have to be rude. You don't have to lie. Please don't lie. Just tell them what they need to know. The bare minimum. Did you do 80%? Yes, we did 80%. Leave it at that. You don't have to, not embellish, but you don't have to expand on it. Just leave it there. Ask yourself this next question. What if I minimized my time around them? The subconscious mind loves questions because it loves to find answers. It loves to be on a seeking mission. So if you ask the question, what if I minimized my time around them? What could happen? What could open up? What would the possibilities be if you didn't interact with them so much? Okay, let's just brainstorm this a minute. I haven't written this down. This is all just off the cuff. Like, maybe you'd have a little less anxiety. Maybe you'd have a little less stress. Maybe that feeling of dread, you know, that forms in the pit of your stomach and it just grows bigger and bigger and bigger until you just virtually taste bile in your throat. Maybe that would either minimize or even better yet, maybe it would just go away altogether. What if you minimized your time with them? What if you plan to show up a little bit later? Maybe leave a little bit earlier. I remember one time my mom said, <laughs> situation I had, you just need to take your own car and get out of there. And guess what? I started taking my own car. And <laughs> when I was ready to leave, I left. You don't have to subject yourself to the whole thing unless, as Dr. Phil would say, how's that working out for you? Are you getting something out of it? And sometimes the answer is yes, and that's okay. You just have to be honest with yourself. So you're like, yeah, self, I'm going to sit here and put myself in this situation because, you know, I just think it's the right thing to do right now. That's okay. But consider the possibility. What if you minimized your time with them? Then you have to wonder, and the third question on this short little episode is, is it really that big a deal? Whatever that person is saying or doing or however they're acting or treating you, is it really that big of a deal? Or are you making a mountain out of a molehill? 
We so consistently and easily make the story about us. And it may not be about us at all. I once was told by the same counselor I mentioned earlier that my problematic boss did not lay in bed at night dreaming up things to make my life miserable. And my eyes were probably as big as saucers. And I said, you have got to be kidding me. I guarantee she has stayed up all night trying to find ways to make me miserable. And she goes, no, you never enter her mind. Wait, what? She's making me miserable. I'm waking up in the middle of the night with panic attacks. And you're telling me she never even thinks about me? I never cross her mind? Once I truly embrace that, my sleep patterns returned to normal. I was making, I mean, don't get me wrong. The situation was absolutely horrendous and I should have never had to endure it. And I still have a bit of resentment towards the people who like let that all happen and refuse to believe me. But at the same time, if I minimize my time with her, if I spent as little time considering what she was doing or not doing, and I pretty much took myself out of the equation, guess what? I wasn't nearly as stressed out. Because now she was just like a blip on the radar versus consuming every moment of my day. So we have these people in our world. We have to be around them or, you know, just stay home like by yourself all the time. And you get to choose. That is the super exciting thing about all this. You get to choose and I get to choose how much we interact with them and whether we want to stay. There was a gathering that was going to happen one time and, and my husband was not very thrilled with this one person one time and he said, if they're there, I'm leaving. And I said, well, that's your choice. You can do that. However, you just need to know I'm staying the whole time because there are going to be 50 people there. 49 I like and want to hang out with and one that I don't. And I'm not going to not be there because of the one person. And he goes, oh, okay, well, I'll stay too. When you put it like that. So how can you reframe it? You've got this person. You're wondering, do you really have to hang with them? How do you minimize their time or your time with them? And then is it really that big a deal? Like, do you have to do it? Do you have to feel that way? How much power are you giving away by letting them make you feel something? It's your choice. The choice is yours. So how are you going to set boundaries? What is one thing you can do to set a boundary to limit your interaction with that, with, with that person? I'm air quoting again, but you can't see me. With that person who's driving you insane. I'm Jennifer Takagi, and I would love to have a chat with you. Check out the link in the show notes and book a call. Let's chat. I look forward to connecting with you soon. taking your time to spend with me on this latest podcast of Destined for Success. Please take a moment to leave a review, share it with a friend, and subscribe and get the newest episodes every Monday morning. I'm Jennifer Takagi and I look forward to connecting with you soon.